Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the This is not the first time we've talked about things stuck inside people, and it won't be the last edition. I mean, I believe you. (laughs) There are, y'all, there are so many things getting stuck in so many people. Oh, yeah. It is crazy. (laughs) Just when you think you've heard it all. No. (laughs) There's something new. Every week, there's something stuck somewhere in somebody, somewhere in the world. I I think there's (laughs) enough things stuck in people that we could start a whole other podcast. Yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. A spinoff. Yeah. My my favorite... My favorite... My favorite thing stuck in someone's butt. (laughs) My favorite foreign (laughs) objects. Um, This is Inbetweeny 040. Earring stuck in lung and new tool... Invented to remove stuck dildo. <laughs> I, I'm really excited. <laughs> I think this is <laughs> turning out to be one of my favorite episodes, and we are barely a minute in. Right. I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with the very excited Marissa Riley. That's right, I'm so excited. <laughs> and if this is your first time uh, tuning in, uh, Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. That's right. So. I really had no idea what was going to happen this episode or any episode, really. I just, I did hear that we were going to talk about stuff stuck in people. So I mm-hmm. have been pumped. <laughs> also, I am not a real doctor. I respect real doctors. It's a. Uh, it's, yeah, it's all air quotes. It's all, yes. When we, when we call each other doctor, it's simply just imagine air quotes. Yeah, yeah. imagine them real hard. <laughs> Um, now, just off the top of my head, I can think of a few cases we've brought up in past in betweenies. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was an old man whose dentures got stuck in his throat. Do you remember that? I do. <laughs> right. Good times. Yeah. Another guy had a bullet stuck in his knee for 20 years. Oops. That, that happened. Uh, we've talked about kids with magnets in their guts. Oh, my God. The magnets. The magnets. I forgot about the magnets. The buckyballs. That's remember those? so real. They're back on the market, right? They're back on the market. It is an ongoing Fuck. battle. With those magnets, Y'all gotta stop. (laughs) God, if these kids keep... Listen to that episode. It is mind-blowing. Yeah. Uh, So, in sum, lots of stuff. And today, we're gonna add two more objects to the list. Fuck yeah, we are. Okay. So, let's begin with a choking hazard. Yes. (laughs) So, and to do so, let's take a... Let's take a trip around the world to glorious Sydney, Australia. Oh, la la. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Was that the most... Texas dad reaction you've ever heard. Can't wait to go to the Target. Oh la la! Oh man, it's uh, it's New Year's Eve in Sydney, Australia, 2014, and a 41 year old woman is getting ready to ring in 2015. Yeah, uh, she's excited, maybe a little nervous, and she's dolling herself up for a party later that evening. Amazing. Yeah, spirits are high, adrenaline is flowing. Everything is going well, except for a slight wheezing. Okay. Okay. You see, Our Lady has an asthma condition, but okay. luckily it's treated with your traditional inhaler. And I think we're we're all pretty familiar with like what one looks like. Absolutely. Um, yeah. There's a uh, a canister filled with medication and a propellant, and that's slipped into a plastic tube. And when you push down on the canister, a standardized dose is dispensed uh, by a metering valve into an oval mouthpiece at the end of the plastic tube. And 
I'd say that opening is about maybe half an inch wide or so. Yeah. What do you think, Dr. Marissa? Uh, I think that was a beautiful, very accurate way of putting that. Not to brag, I have asthma myself. And um, yes, playgrounds were not fun for me. Um, but it's, yeah, it's basically like this little yeah. device. You squeeze it, yeah. breathe in, uh-huh. and you feel... A little better. A little better. So, yeah. Okay. But you do have to put your mouth on something, and it's incredibly embarrassing. Aw. Yeah. Okay. But it's okay. We're here now. We're here now. Uh, generally, the medication in those canisters is salbutamol, uh, also known as albuterol, and marketed as Ventolin. Ventolin. That's ah, the shit. That's the shit. That's the good shit right there? That's the good shit. <laughs> you take a bunch of it, and you feel real weird. Oh, cool. But your asthma is better. Very jittery. Ooh, nice. Um, kind of. <laughs> I wish it was like the fun kind of jittery where you're like high on something, but it's yeah, not. It's not. just like the gotcha. bad parts of oh. being high without the fun parts. Gotcha. Okay. But you don't have asthma, which is very nice. That's a good thing. Yeah. So albuterol is not a steroid. Uh, according to the wonderfully named website drugs.com, uh, it's, Amazing. A, <laughs> it's a beta agonist bronchodilator that relaxes muscles in the airways, allowing air to flow in and out of the lungs more easily and making it easier to breathe. Bronchodilator actually makes a ton of sense because it's your bronchial tubes that are kind of swelling, I believe, Mm -hmm. and that's what constricts the air, so to dilate it, to open it up. Yeah, makes makes it nice and... They're the ones that are high. You're not high. They're high. Exactly. (laughs) The bronchial tubes. The 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 bronchs. I don't know. (laughs) They're the ones having a good time. Uh, so back to our lady of Sydney. Um, she's experiencing a little wheezing and it's not problematic at all. It's just really annoying. Yeah. And, um, with the party coming up, she just wants to feel like herself. And honestly, she wants to nip this in the butt now and prevent this wheezing from escalating into anything further. Uh, so she's rummaging through her purse for her trusty blue inhaler. Uh, she gives it a shake and there's a sound. And according to the case report, that is a shit you not called treasure in the chest. Oh, my God. <laughs> Terrible pun. Oh, my pun. God. Face and hand. Totally. Uh, she described the sound as a rattle and and assumed... <laughs> but there, a is a there is a dog <laughs> next door that is reacting very yeah. aggressively to everything we're talking about. Yeah. So was not the sound of a dog, it was the sound of a rattle. And she assumed whatever it was, was like a loose piece of the inhaler itself. Okay, I kind of get it, because the way you shake it, it's sort of like, you know when you shake um, hairspray or you Mm -hmm. shake uh, spray paint or something, you can kind of feel the medicine inside of it. Oh, okay. And it's in that tube. And it's, um, so you can kind of, and, and you just shake it to get it all mixed, or I don't know why. I just yeah. saw people doing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I can see why she might, and there's, you know, you can't really, I, I can see why she would just go with it. Yeah. 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 I mean, you shake it like thousands, over your lifetime, you shake it thousands of times, right? You don't even think about it. Yeah. Yeah. She thought nothing of it. And like countless times before, she put her mouth on the mouthpiece, pressed down, <clears throat> excuse me, pressed down and took a big old inhale. Now, Dr. Marissa, if you would, please read from the previously mentioned report as to what happened next. Sure, sure. All right, quote, instantly, (laughs) she felt a painful scratch in her pharynx, followed by a harsh cough, which persisted over the next few minutes and became associated with hemostasis, end 
quote. There you go. Oh, shit. Hemostasis. That's not what Venolin is supposed to do. <laughs> no, uh, something flew into the back of her throat, down her trachea, and it was so sharp, she began to cough up blood. Oh, no! Uh, yeah, hemostasis is a fancy word for coughing up blood. Now, oh. it looks as though our lady's night was never meant to end up at a party, but at an emergency room, and an emergency room at St. Vincent's Hospital, to, no. be, to be exact. That's so not a fun way to no. spend New Year. It's really, really not. Oh, and you know she spent money on an outfit and, like, <laughs> yes. whatever. I like how this is the first thing my mind goes to is <laughs> all the money she spent on her outfit. Yeah, and getting ready. And just, yeah. like... Enjoying getting ready and shit, yeah. Yeah. So at the hospital, she told doctors about the sound from her inhaler and thought, well, maybe it wasn't a loose part after all, but maybe a piece of foil? Um, Yeah, I can see how a part of, like, the inhaler would break off mm -hmm. and maybe she would suck it in. Yeah. 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 So she moved past that theory and now she thinks, like, it was a piece of foil. And you know how pills come sealed in, like, a little plastic bubble? And that foil that you peel away is on the back. Absolutely. Okay, so yes. she apparently had a bunch of that shit loose in her purse. So she figured maybe that's what got stuck in the mouse. Uh, sorry, in the mouthpiece. Uh, that's just her running theory. Uh, now doctors were skeptical that foil could cause bleeding like this. Yeah. So they were like, "We need to do an exit X-ray, like right fucking now." Yes. Yeah. Yes. Also, I really want to know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah. So, Doctor Marissa, I would love to show you that chest X-ray. And ask for your expertise. Um, and of course, all of our x-rays that we're going to talk about today, uh, they will be on our Instagram and Twitter. So yeah. please take a look. Follow along with us. Uh, now, Dr. Marissa, please describe what you see in this x-ray. I would love to. All right. So it's an x-ray of a chest. I'm not going to lie. That's what it looks like. And I think that's what it is. It is. Um, I'm looking at her lungs. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, as a fake doctor, I have to say everything looks pretty normal. <laughs> Except for this little uh -huh. tiny thing. It's yep. very close. So you've got two lungs, one yep. on each side of the spine. And I would say right in the middle, but right next to the spine is this little tiny thing. Yep. It's like a it's little, like a little just like a, a little, little tiny fleck of something. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely stands out in the x-ray. Now, there's a fancy way to say what this is and a not-so-fancy way. So let's get some fancy words out first. Okay. According to the report, the x-ray, quote, revealed a radiodense foreign body in the distal right main bronchus. Great. So that, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of fancy words. It's a lot of fancy words. Basically, that means the x-ray was able to detect something solid, and you guessed it, that's something it was a heart-shaped earring. Oh my God, of course it was. <laughs> yes, it was. Of course it was. Now, <laughs> Dr. Marissa, I guess inhalers come with a cap for the mouthpiece? Yes. Okay, so an inhaler is kind of like in the shape of uh, an uppercase L. Mm -hmm. And uh, the long um, up and down part is where you put the medicine. And then the little part that sticks out is where you actually put your mouth. Yeah. And um, that part is completely hollow. And yeah. usually you put a cap on it because it goes in your mouth. So you might want to keep that part a little protected. There you go. But if you're like me or a lot of people on this planet, an inhaler is something you take with you. Yeah. And a thing you put it in is a bag. Yep. And if you're like me, your bag is full of um, trash. <laughs> there you go. 
It's full of pills. It's full of crap. It's full of Barbie shoes that I lost 20 years ago. (laughs) It is full of earrings and other tiny objects that I do not keep track of as well as I should. So very relatable story here. Yeah, this is a little, this is actually, you know what? I'm going to clean out my bag right after this. I think we should all clean out our bags. Take a moment. So our lady had her inhaler uncapped in her purse and just by chance, really, a lone earring somehow managed to wedge itself inside the mouthpiece. And when she inhaled, she not only sucked in the albuterol, but jewelry too. This is just, this sucks. And it gets better. So What? I'd like for everyone to imagine their throat. Okay. Okay. Imagination time. And at the end of your throat, which is your trachea, there's like a fork in the road. And there's two pathways, one leading to your left lung and one leading to your right, which is what you brought up. Yeah. Now this earring went down her trachea and hooked a right and right into her right main bronchus, which is the muscly tube airway into your right lung, basically. And thankfully, the earring was too large to pass through it into the more delicate area of the lung. But cool. that's where it is stuck. <laughs> and Dr. Marissa, if you would, please tell us what was done next, as reported by LiveScience.com. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Quote, doctors treated her with antibiotics to uh, prevent infection. They also performed a bronchoscopy with the insertion of a thin, flexible tube with a camera in her throat. They examined her bronchus and removed the earring, end quote. Cameras, you guys. Cameras. They're tiny. You can put them in your lungs. (laughs) There you go. Amazing. And yes, my friends, that is how one lady in Australia rang in 2015. Fine. Uh, Now, if for some reason she didn't get the earring removed, like if she just went to the party, this this is interesting. Which, you know, I can also relate to. (laughs) (laughs) According to Dr. Lucinda Blake, a core medical trainee at St. Vincent's Hospital, the woman's body would have healed over the earring, embedding it in the airway. Oh. She would have, like, merged with the object. Oh, my God. I know. <gasps> I know. Would she have been, like, I mean, okay is not the right word, but could she have potentially lived her life? It's possible, yeah. What? Yeah, depending on how her body reacted to it. Yeah. But it could have been stuck in there until God knows when. Oh, yeah. my God. So she would have pierced her lung. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm happy to report she made a full recovery and is now probably very vigilant with capping her inhaler. Yep. Um, She can take some comfort in the fact that she's not alone when it comes to improper use of an inhaler. Um, A study back in 2010 called Predictors of Incorrect Inhalation Techniques in Patients with Asthma, or COPD, uh, that recorded volunteers' use of inhalers. And, quote, overall 40% of the patients made at least one essential mistake in their inhalation technique. Oh my God, I'm probably in that 40%. (laughs) So so, yeah, please folks, uh, if you or someone you love uses an inhaler, get caught up on the proper way to use one. It may just save your New Year's Eve. Oh my God, it better. (laughs) You know I'm going to buy an expensive outfit that I only wear (laughs) once. I do not want to wear that to a hospital. Yeah, I know. And uh, after the break, you know what, I'm just going to say it. We're going to remove a two-foot dildo from a dude's butt, and uh, we're going to need some help. Fantastic. (laughs) Amazing. Please, stay tuned. Please do. A lot happens every day. Cut through some of the noise by listening to What's New with Wired. 
a podcast that provides in-depth coverage on technology and culture. With new episodes released every weekday, you can catch up on all the major events you missed. From AI developments to business updates to new scientific theories, it helps you make sense of what's happening in the world. Plus, each episode is usually pretty short. You can easily squeeze it in on your way to work or during a lunch break. So stay updated with the award-winning journalism from Wired. Listen to What's New with Wired wherever you get your podcasts. That's What's New with Wired wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone. It's Takuyi here. And I'm Gabby. And we are the hosts of History of Everything, a podcast which you can probably guess by the name is, well, I mean, it's about everything. Do you want to know why people thought potatoes were evil and would give you syphilis? Are you curious about all the stories of the terrible and stupid ways that people have kicked the bucket over the years? Do you want to hear tales about all of the different badasses of history and the lives that they had brought to life? Well, if so, then look no further. History of Everything is just the right podcast for you. It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms. So when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. <laughs> you get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We are so back. And we're in the iconic, timeless city of Milan. Of course we are. Fashion. Right. Yes. A city known for breaking new ground, like you said, in the fashion industry uh, and the culinary industries, of course. And now we can add the medical field to the list. Yes. Uh, thanks to one man and his 23-inch dildo. Oh, so. my God. I wish our listeners could see, like, the big-ass <laughs> smile on my face. I, like, my pervy, like, inner 14-year-old is yeah. like, I can't wait to hear this story. <laughs> well, let's head back. Uh, let's head back in time, just a few years to 2018. And we're in the endoscopy unit at AAST Grand Hospital. Here, Dr. Lorenzo Dioscoridi and his mm. colleagues were faced with a medical situation they haven't come across before. Clearly, they've never been to Florida. <laughs> no, they haven't. No. Now, a 31-year-old man arrived at the emergency room after he was unable to remove said dildo from his rectum. And don't get me wrong, he definitely tried. Of course he um, did. Yeah. He told doctors the 23-inch sex toy had been jammed for 24 hours. Oh, my God. Despite his efforts. And he gave up and then sought medical help. Now, astonishingly, somehow, the only physical side effect he was experiencing was some abdominal pain. Well, yeah. And when I show you the x-ray, you're going to see what I mean by astonishing. Okay, Dr. Marissa, if you would, please provide some detail for our listeners. Uh, and this x-ray will be on our Instagram. Well, that's interesting pod. Uh, Twitter, at 
WTI underscore pod, and you will you will see this. I'm so um, excited. All right, here we go. I'm pulling it up. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. My God. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Y'all are gonna have to see this picture to believe it. Yep. Okay, so I'm looking at uh, X-ray of like um, I would say the torso of mm-hmm. man. And I would say right by his hip bones and going, I would say, diagonally all the way up to what feels like, (laughs) what looks like his armpit. I don't think it's that high up. But definitely very high. (laughs) Just straight diagonal line is um, this fucking dildo, man. It's, It's It's totally a dildo. It's it's so dildo. It is big. It is long. It, it is scary. It's got to be at least mid chest, up to the, yeah. From just imagine up to, from your butt to middle of your chest, maybe even a little a uh, little bit longer than that. Yeah, like maybe where your ribs start. Yeah, or even a little higher. Yeah, I mean it's two feet. So so think about your butthole and then think about <laughs> yeah. where your ribs start. Yeah, and then. Keep thinking about it. Yeah, exactly. Think about it the whole time we're talking. No. Yep, yep. <laughs> Doctors rolled up their sleeves and began a series of procedures to try and remove it. Now, this guy isn't the first person to have a foreign body lodged in his butt. And honestly, dildos are the most boring thing on the list people have uh, experimented with, if oh, you will. Yeah. I actually believe you there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, everything from sports equipment to aerosol cans to Christmas ornaments have been extracted. Christmas ornaments? <laughs> yes. Y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because of this long, rich history, doctors over at AAST Grand Hospital had lots of removal options and equipment to choose from. But despite the many options... One after the other, nothing was working. Oh, my God. Now, Dr. Marissa, would you please read from allthatsinteresting.com as to some of the attempts and failures of the medical crew and specifically why this dildo wasn't budging? Of course. Nothing would make me happier. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, uh, endoscopist Dr. Uh, Lorenzo Dios... Edie nailed it, and his team applied all of the mainstream methods doctors normally use in cases of extraction. This included snaring the dildo with a wire loop device that's normally used for removing polyps, as well as attempting to displace the dildo with a dilating balloon and then grabbing the object with a pair of forceps to pull it out. It's a really busy day. <laughs> I wish you could see me reading this. You probably hear me reading this with like the biggest smile. Oh my God. Unfortunately, as the medical staff explained, we failed to remove the foreign body using several different standard techniques because of the rigidity, smoothness, and size of the object. Mm-hmm. End quote. I just love yeah. how diplomatic and how clinical some of this language yeah, is. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Because you could tell, like, whoever was writing this, whoever was offering information was trying so hard not to <laughs> yeah, laugh. I know. When they said foreign body. Yes. You know they went like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It must have sounded so beautiful in Italian, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. It must Aww. have been just, just gorgeous. So, uh, basically, they couldn't uh, 
like you said, they couldn't get a good grip with what was available to them. Uh, my friends, they had to construct a device not yet invented. Wow. On this day, back in 2018, new ground was forged in the history of rectal extraction. Behold the new snare great minds created. Uh, here's a picture of what they put together. I'm so excited. Here you go. Oh, my God. Oh. It's a simple tool, but... It's a simple tool. Um, okay, so I'm looking at a picture of the tool, and it, <laughs> it looks like um, some sort of cord, yeah. some sort of uh, maybe like a plastic string thing yeah and it's in a loop yeah and then it's attached um by more plastic so it looks like a sort of a like a noose there you go almost um yeah yeah so i'll break it down for you uh what we're looking at here is like a lasso of sorts that's a better word there you go the noose uh the tube area is a catheter which is basically a hollow straw and within the straw is a waterproof guide wire tied in a loop that could be pushed out when uh, the straw reaches the destination. And once, it, once the loop is pulled, uh, pushed out, it goes around the object, and then doctors can pull back on the guide wire, tightening the loop. So Amazing. Basically, just, basically yeah, just a huge snare. Um, and when you know it, doctors gave it a go. And for the first time in history, a dildo was lassoed out of a man's rectum. That is so, um, yeah. one of the best sentences I've <laughs> ever heard in my life. I'm just going to say it out loud yeah. again. Uh, a dildo <laughs> was lassoed out of a man's rectum. Just There you go. Everybody. Slow class. <laughs> Take a moment. Take a moment. Yeah, so... Wow. Moment of silence for that one. <laughs> or clap. Amazing. Whatever. Or clap. Now, I'm happy to report the patient was able to go home the same day. And, what? Yeah. And this device is officially in the catalog of options for foreign body removal. Amazing. So congratulations to the inventors. And how adorable is this? According to IFL Science, uh, the patient, quote, wrote the physicians a thank you note expressing his appreciation that they could solve his, air quotes, embarrassing problem without an operation. That is so kind. I know. What a, like, on the most terrible day, things go well, you got it done. Of course I would write a thank you note. Yes. Of course. Just... You know, Milan, we thank you for just always keeping it classy. Wow, it's, it's so, so true. So classy. In the face of all that is embarrassing and uh, but in a bad way, it's just like, not in a bad way, mm-hmm. but in an embarrassing way. Mm-hmm. They handled it so well. Everyone, yeah, everyone really did. It's um, Go team. Turned out to be a good day for all of humanity. Yeah. <laughs> we did something right. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, everyone. So. More applause. Uh, and thank you for uh, listening, subscribing, rating. Thank you so much. Tell your friends about the 23-inch dildo and the new uh, tool that was invented to yeah. save the day. We know you're going to parties. We went to a whole party last night. That's right. And we had tons to talk about. Yeah. Because... We know about all the stuff stuck in people's bodies. That's right. It's everything you need for a party. Yes. (laughs) And please, stay interesting. Please do.